or smart, enabling organisations and individuals to be disability inclusive and accessible. Hello everyone and welcome to today's podcast episode. My name is Jodie Greer and I am the founder of Be People Smart. So before I tell you what myths we're going to be busting today, I want to introduce you to our wonderful guest speaker. So, T. Emmanuel, can I get you to introduce yourself, please? Hello, guys. My name is T. Emmanuel from North Wales. I'm a sickle cell sufferer. I'm 45. Big up. <laughs> Thank you so much, T. So that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. So we're going to be busting myths around sickle cell. And actually, it's quite exciting because um, speaking to T. offline, I've already learned so much. So I'm looking forward to learning more. And the myths that we're going to be busting today are that only black people suffer mm. with sickle cell. And also that if you look well, then you are well. Yeah. <laughs> because it's another really important thing. Apparently. So, T, to start off with, can yeah. you tell us, because a lot of our listeners won't know, and I had to look up a lot of it, what is sickle cell? Sickle cell is an inherited blood disorder. Um, obviously, you can get it from your parents. And um, unfortunately, I got it from my dad. Um, it's, yeah, it's such an illness that um, affects the blood joints and the blood flow. So when there's not enough oxygen, then you, then you get pain, crisis attack. And um, I've had about five attacks this year alone and I've been in pain non-stop since last year winter so um it can get really bad and I've got to be honest I've only ever known a few people that I'm aware of in my life um who Mm. have sickle cell yeah and so the chronic pain element I genuinely weren't aware of okay so I know it's going to be different for every individual and these things are never the same for two people but Mm -hmm. for you personally how does your pain manifest um well, the biggest trigger is walking. Um, I can walk to Asden back and not be in pain. I can walk to Asden back next day and be in pain. I can do the school run in the afternoon, get my daughter and be in pain. Uh, and I mean serious pain. I got a crisis attack. I can't walk, can't talk properly. And um, that's when I know it's bad. Yeah, I don't I don't think a lot of people are going to be aware of this. And I think for those no. people that are aware, certainly for people who are experienced similar themselves, either because of sickle cell directly or because of another um, health condition, mm-hmm. I think you, you're kind of going to hopefully have some kindred spirits and people are like, yes, I'm not on my own here. Yeah, I, I, I just feel, um, you know, especially with sickle cell, it's not really chatted about mainstream you know if if it was like cancer everyone would be on it but with with my condition it's not really um i wouldn't say popular because i don't want it anyway um i i I don't know i I don't feel like there's enough support if you know what i'm saying about the condition you know um that's quite sad really yeah i mean i can only imagine how it feels to obviously have a condition that isn't properly supported and he isn't widely yeah. enough spoken about and all of that mm. sort of stuff yeah but I think it's really important and something you said to me offline which 
really kind of resonated and helped me think, and I think it will for our listeners, is you said sickle cell is sneaky. It's sneaky. Yeah, that, that, that's the word sneaky because one day I could be fine, and then in two minutes' time I'm in pain. I'm like, ah, why? Why am I in pain now? I've done nothing wrong. You know, so I look at it as very sneaky. I thought it is, it's always, I feel held back by this condition, if you know what I'm saying, especially with, with work and jobs. And um, people assume that I'm feeling fine, I look fine, my face ain't, my face is fine, but I'm not fine, if you know what I'm saying. I'm not, in, I'm not fine, I'm in pain. But it doesn't really show on the face, it shows in my speech, in my walking. So, yeah, that's, that's probably, people like to um, misjudge us a lot. Yeah, I, I do hear this a lot. It's quite yeah. sad, but I hear it a lot about people who have chronic pain because unless mm-hmm. you've got a big label on your head, actually, I'm hurting. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, there's mm. a lot of stigma involved. Mm. So on that then, because obviously people do jump to conclusions and uh, make yeah. assumptions. Do you ever get misjudged yourself because people can't see your illness? Yeah, I do. Especially um, when, I, when I used to work in a shop, um, retail work, I was being pain and they were like, T, you're fine. Go up to them. Work. I'm like, no, mate, I'm telling you, I'm not feeling well. Please, give me a go and rest. So, obviously, you know, with this condition, you can't see it. You know what I'm saying? You can't see it. You can't see the pain. But I can feel the pain. I can, f- And also, I was born in this condition, so I know more and they know more, you know what I'm saying? And I've always been judged. I don't really care, but I know what I'm going through, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I mean, I can certainly empathise, and I, I do understand, but I just, it, it's so hard to actually sort of, you know, be in someone else's shoes. Mm. So if you were literally talking to employers, and I mean, this could be any sort of company, you know, you yeah. talk about retail, but I know you've worked in design and other things in the past. Mm. So if you're thinking of employers, what would you want employers to know about sickle cell and about people who suffer with chronic pain? Well, when I used to apply for jobs in the past, I don't, I didn't really tell them about my illness because um, it might go against me um, to be hired. So I kick my mouth shut and go to work and be in pain. But um, looking forward, I want them to understand that what, what we have is real. I want them to understand that this guy is in pain, he's suffering. Let's just give him a break. Let's give him some kind of support network. And, you know, um, you know, if I need anything, they're there for me. That's that's probably what is missing in this in this work work workforce. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been in pain loads when I used to work and I had no support. Yeah. So I mean, you're not working at the moment, are you? No, no. So when it comes to work, for you personally, mm. what kind of adjustments would make the world a difference to make you be able to be productive and be able to actually, you know, hold down a job? Yeah, I hear you. But um, what it is, I can't control the pain. You know, I can go to work in the morning, say, say nine o'clock, sit at my desk, whatever, or in the shop, and being, not being not being pain for an hour or so. And I come back lunchtime, pain starts so I can't control the pain you know what I'm saying so 
I, I, I don't know. This is probably why I don't work because I know what it is to be like, to feel like be in pain in work. Yeah. And it's just too much. And some people just can't. The reason I was asking is I see more and more organisations now mm-hmm. offering genuine flexible hours. And what I mean by that is like, you know, someone might work not until 10, then they might work 12 till 2, and then they might yeah. work six to eight in the evening for instance mm-hmm. around time so you know they get their job done but they work at times that work for them do you think whether for you personally or I know you're in networks do you think those kind of adjustments can really help um people who have got similar conditions to yourself yeah it can but um we don't put a time when the pain comes it comes when it comes really oh no that's why I say but... flexible so literally they choose I oh yeah, yeah, now. yeah. If I say that um, I can work from like nine to two, that's fine. But if I'm working on my feet all day, then obviously I'll be in pain. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know, man. It's tough, man. It's yeah. Tough it, you know, like I say, I talk to people all the time with different health conditions, but it's still you learn so much from people, and I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I certainly empathise, but as I say, I don't walk in your shoes, which is why yeah, yeah, yeah. guest speakers like you is so important. Yeah, I know, yeah. And as, not, I, go as I said with one of the myths, something I'm really keen to get out there, just because I learned this just very recently, is I honestly believed only black people have sickle cell. I, I didn't know it impacted yeah. Caucasians, Asians, yeah. but it actually impacts everyone, doesn't it? Not, 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 not in one. Um, I was just saying because I'm black too, and I thought it only affects me, us people. But um, I was wrong, and only my girlfriend, the wife, told me that. No, it affects, you know, people who are Asian, um, Middle East. So I was wrong for years, and I, I, I actually thought that we only suffer. I'm thinking, why us? Why us? Why us? Why me? You know, but it's not. It's not. I did read that it's actually very prevalent in black people, though. So I don't know what the yeah. reason is. I couldn't get to the bottom of that. But I think I there think, are think, more cases. I think, I think it's a blood. Maybe it's a blood is darker than a normal person's blood. You know, but um, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's messed up, man. But it, but it is interesting because, again, I think these are often also some assumptions people make. And not that that yeah. should make a difference because if you need some support, you need some support. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you look like. Yeah, no. Um, But you've shared, obviously, a bit about, you know, how you get your chronic pain and so on. But you was also talking about taking your daughter to school and stuff. How does it actually impact you day to day? Because having pain can be miserable. But, I mean, literally being able to go about your day. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I, I get good days and bad days. You know, I've had I've had a, a good week so far. Um, the odd pain, the odd um, pain in my leg, but uh, not not major. Um, with with sickle cell, there's so many other stuff going on in your body. You know, I've had stroke for strokes, um, pneumonia. I've had bronchitis and other stuff. Um, so it's not just about the pain I get. I get headaches as well, bad headaches. So I go through a lot. But, you know, the main time, I just want to give up. You know what I mean? But I've got 
kids now, you know what I mean? So it's obviously different now. Yeah, and I, I know from our other connections that you are quite the super dad as well, so... <laughs> no, I, no, I do my best, not easy. I do my best, I, yeah, you know. <laughs> so what about on the medical side? What is the medical support like with sickle cell? I don't think it's um enough, you know. I think um, living in London... I got enough. I got so much support there and love in London. But I think living up up north, it's a lot different because they don't know about it. You know, so it could be a bit of a postcode lottery. Yeah, it's, and that's a bit sad, really. You know what I mean, I, um, I just thought I thought sometimes that I'm, I might cast away, like I'm nothing. You know, I mean, I, I see my consultant like every six months. So between those. Mums, I'm on my own, in pain. You know, take take my clothes at home, and just rest. But in the winter, that's when it gets bad because it's cold, and and cold hates my body. Ah, so that is interesting. So, do you find heat does help? Okay, um, I'm weird. Right, let's be <laughs> honest. I, I I'm a bit of a freak because the heat. The sun is good for us sufferers. The sun is good for us. It's good for the blood. But I still, I still be in pain in the summer. Because, um, you know, I go around my daughter, go to the park with her, walk there, walk back, be in pain. But in the, in the winter, um, pain's double. Right. It's, like, it's like every day I get up in pain. I go to school in the mornings. Come in pain, so it's it's always there in the win- in the winter, and um, you know that's the worst time for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I know a lot of people find winter tougher, but if you're also suffering just well almost as much in the summer, I guess there's just no let up, is there? There's no, no. I I, I don't. I I feel like the last two years of this one life has been tough, um, health wise for me and my family. Um, I've been in pain. On and off. I'm not saying I'm pain continuously, but it's on and off since last winter. You know, I can get up in one minute, I'm fine one minute. Coming off me, I'm in pain. Um, I can't talk to my daughter. I'm in pain. I cry because of the pain. You know, it's oh God. But you know, I'm I'm still here. You know, I'm still here. Do you know, I think it's actually a really powerful message, though. The fact that you're kind of being so vulnerable and out there, I think. Mm. People, especially if it is um, because of sickle cell, because they may also feel very alone. I think mm. it's going to help a lot of people kind of go, you know what, that's me. How do I find this man? Like, how do I connect with him? Yeah, I mean, I'm always here for a chat, for a team bag, you know. That's, you know, but I know what they're, they're feeling, those people who who, are, who think that they are on their own. They are on their own because there's not enough support, you know, and that time where I feel like I'm on my own. But I've got my daughter, I've got my son, I've got the wife, and they're, they're there for me. But, you know, they can't fight the pain for me. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. I'm, one that's, I'm one that's in pain. I can't talk because of the pain. And it's something is, uh, I, I, so I, um, I do feel angry sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Because the pain is it's in, it's in my blood, it's in my system. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, why me? Why me? But, on the other side, I'm blessed because I've got a family. 
Yeah, so it's probably quite conflicting in your own mind. Yeah. Is there medication um, that helps? Yeah, but um, for the pain, yes. I'm I'm on morphine, I'm on tramadol. Um, If pain gets bad, I mean, real bad, I've got to go to the hospital. Um, I was there in May, this in May. Um, nothing really works. Um, there's, there's no cure for it. There's no real known cure for it. Um, just take pills in it. Do you know if there's much research going on to try and? I did, but there is um, a new super drug <laughs> for this condition. Remember, it came out. I think it came out last year. Yeah, I think it was last year. It was big news. Oh my God, there's a new cure for this. But with me, me being me, I'm very, oh God, whatever. I'm not too sure about it. So I had um, a chat with my consultant last year. And he said, yeah, that it's only for people who have crisis attack every day. And he's got it worse. And, and you've got to be on a ward to take it. You can't just take it home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, and also, it's not really, um, it's not really in, in England yet. It's still in USA or wherever it is. So, we're stuffed. But hopefully, I always hold up hopefully these things. Hopefully, more research that there are going to be, you know, more wonder drugs and more solutions found. Yeah, that can help you. And I know, obviously, you know, you've got to this point and. Well, you're obviously very resilient, even if you don't recognise it, because, you know, you have got to this point, you've got your wife, you've got your kids, and you've built a life. Yeah. Um, but, go on. I, I was for my, myself that, um, me as a man, that I could do more for myself, you know, but when I get pain, it's like, I can't do it, if you know what I'm saying. It's, it's like a reminder. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Because, um, yeah, it's interesting you said it's, that. It's, yeah, go on. Because it's the like, next thing I wanted to ask you, actually, mm. because we still see so much of this stigma related to men, where, yeah. you know, men are meant to wear their big boy pants and not mm. sort of cry about pain and this sort of stuff. But men are human beings too. So do you find both for yourself and maybe the people you're networking with, that there's kind of, I don't know, they feel more pressure if they're a man not to maybe, I don't know, show how much pain they're in? Um, well, I think I think uh, if men cry, it means that they're strong. I agree. I've cried this year about pain because I, I, said, I said to the wife, I just wanted to be, just, just be better for myself and I was in a lot of pain. I couldn't talk, couldn't walk, and it was drive me mad you know I, I, I got my mother from school I come up in pain I couldn't get changed um this I don't think that is a sign of weakness I think it's a sign of strength I completely because, agree because, with you it's just what we hear so much about yeah, I, because no men are men and men should be strong and big um warriors I, I, I'm a warrior 
I'm a super suburbia and I'm proud that I've come this far. Because also, when I was age 10, living in London, yeah, I, I wasn't, though I was told that I would not live until my teens. Oh. So I'm 45, mate. Smashed it. So here's another question then. Does sickle yeah. cell limit lifespan? Yes. yes. Oh, I didn't know that. I've had people who have died recently of sickle cell. My friend in America, he passed away, I think, last year. And um, I've lost a few people who've had sickle cell who've died. And, um, but on the flip side, there's people who are living to the 70s, 80s, and You've got sickle cell. So it does depend on how you live your life, really. You know what I mean? You can live your life, you know. Not not when someone dies of sickle cell, I think the organs are shut down. All right, okay. So when you're in that much pain, shut down. And my friend in America, he had sickle cell like me, and he he died, I think, um, last year. And obviously, I, I was so stunned. I'm like, oh my God, he died. Jesus Christ. And he was, he was like, what, 35? Something like that. And I'm. Oh, wow. There is a, a lifespan. My wife said before we met, she searched it on, on uh, not YouTube, but on, um, on Google. And said, um, men, I think um, she, she, she said 42, something like that. And um, women, about, I don't know if you said 45, something like that. I'm 45 now. I'm smashing it. So <laughs> I I feel that I'm not going to go nowhere until I'm, I'm. I say so. Yes, it's a way to be. Yeah, God, I'm very stubborn. <laughs> it, it served you well. Talking yeah. of that kind of, you know, your own mindset. I know there's the actual like medication for pain, etc. But is there any coping mechanisms, like ways you've sort of learned over the years to manage your own life so that you adapt maybe certain things in your day to help alleviate some of that pain um um with the pain in the winter i have got for my mom she gave me um heat pad oh, okay uh, i plug it in and i can get myself you know the, the level of Get get hot on one leg, which is, which is good. And I've also got um deep, deep heat spray, which is yeah, I got that as well. And then I think hot bath as well. Um, ah, okay. So things like that, they for you, they can help even. If yeah, it's yeah, spray. yeah, yeah. But I don't like the winter. It's the worst time of the year for me. But you know, I've got my long johns on, keep myself warm. Now, you did mention to me also offline that we do have an actual sickle cell centre in the country. Yeah, we do. And there's one in Manchester. So is that someone, is that one centre that supports everyone in the country or is that, again, Um, you need to be local? No, no, there's one in London. Oh, okay. One in Manchester, yeah. But I went down, I went to a sickle cell meeting, I think, in Manchester. 2012 or 13, something like that. Yeah, that was very good. I met many people with um, 
sickle cell and you know we 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 talked, we bantered, we had a good time, we ate food. But it's funny because I was in pain the whole time I was there. So, you know. And it's quite yeah. possible that a lot of the people around you were and just you know, it's just how yeah. much everything yeah, visible or not yeah you, you don't you don't know you don't know if they're in pain or not and i met p- kids who would see we had sick cell too and you know they were there with their mum and dad and you know it was, it was good it was good fun not good fun but it was good to see people that have what i have you know and just just link up in it yeah and again it's that support network so if someone was going to say actually i've got sickle cell and I've really struggled to find any kind of support networks. Where would you recommend they look? Um, me. I'm, I'm always here. Um, or there's a centre in Manchester. I mean, I mean, they're very good. You know, they give you all the information you want, all the support. If you're depressed, come and see us. You know, that's that's their job, to support people who, are, who don't feel that they've got any support, you know, so... But there's also one in London. I don't know where it is, but there's one in London too. So there's support everywhere, but not in North Wales, which is a shame. So what about when it comes to actually networking with other people with sickle cell? Do you find that there are groups on social media, for instance? Yeah, um, yeah, there's loads. In, um, there's lots um, on Facebook and Instagram. I've got people there who... Oh, okay. Yeah, who I talk to you online, you know, um, messenger. Just say, hey, hi, how you doing? Being painter, yeah, I'm painful weeks. How are you? Just talking it, just banter. And yeah, just say, you know, it's important yeah. for people. Yeah, it is. You know, just say that you know, I'm there for you if you're in pain. Just give me text, and I'm, I'm, I'm here, I'm here. But you know, what I don't like is, is um, hearing someone dying of sickle cell because I've, you know, I've met not. I haven't met them, but on online and they're there one minute and they're, they're gone. And that's quite scary, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah. So when it comes to you, you said people can reach out to you and you're open for kind of networking and so on. Yeah. How do they find you? Where are you? I'm right now in, in my <laughs> room. I'm in, right, um, probably on um, Facebook, Instagram, that's T, Emmanuel. Yeah, that's my name. I'm here, man. So what's I'm here, your, guys. What's your uh, your uh, Instagram name? Um, Tboz999. Can you spell that for me? Yeah, T and then Boz, B-O-Z. All oh, right, 999. Yeah. yeah. Right. I will make sure that I include that link. Uh, so that people know how to find you when the episode airs. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you a question I ask all of our guest speakers. Mm -hmm. If you had a magic wand, so magic completely out there, and you could wave it Harry Potter style and change one thing to improve the lives of people with sickle cell, what would you change? To be cured. That's fair enough. It's a magic wand. Yeah, to have no pain and then just be happy in your life. You know what I mean? It's actually really interesting because you're the first person who said that and now I'm like, that's such an obvious answer. Yeah, really? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) 
Yeah, man, be cold, isn't it? No pain, finished. I like that. That is a proper magic wand moment. Yeah, yeah. So, other than maybe educating people on what sickle cell really is and, you know, the impact on individuals, what would you really like people to take away from this episode? Don't judge. Don't judge or or assume that we're lazy or we're fine or we're healthy. Because you see me going to school with my daughter or park with my daughter. I'm not. Please, if if you're if you're wondering why is he always in these joggings or he looks fine, please ask me. Don't 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 assume that I'm fine. That's what I hate. Yeah, please. no, I think that's a really good point. Yeah. Are there any particular places of reference where you would uh, recommend people find out more about sickle cell? Reference. You know, where they can actually go, maybe charities or other pages where they can learn more about the condition? Um, Instagram. Oh, okay. Insta. Yeah, there's loads of there. Interesting. Mm. I'll have to look them up myself because uh, I was a case of Google and uh, that's where I was learning before we yeah. had our first chat. Yeah, there's loads of there. So you've you've taught me a lot in like quite a short amount of time, but I definitely need to learn more. I hope you've got something out of this discussion and you're sharing. And I know the audience are invisible to you right now, but they are there. (laughs) Okay. Is it live? No, 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 it's not live, but it will air shortly. Um, And I will let you know when it goes out. And uh, Okay. I always share these episodes. Um, they go out on all of the platforms and I always actively share them on LinkedIn. But mm. of course, we can share on other platforms that work for you so we can do that together as well. Yeah, okay, cool. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for your time and for being so open with everyone. Cause You're welcome. That openness really makes a difference because that's how we learn. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. So thank thanks you. so much, T. And thank you. Thank you so much to everybody listening to this episode. I have no doubt that you would have learned from T, but also we hopefully have piqued your interest to learn even more. For those that do need support, please do reach out. As T said, he's there and there are other networks out there as well. And so until next time, for more Myth Busting, take care, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. We really hope you enjoyed it. Please rate us and leave us a review. We really want to know what you think. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the amazing guest speakers we have lined up.